Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testofin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text GRIT to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text GRIT to 321321. That's GRIT to 321321. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Well, um, I'm eating a Nature Valley bar, but should I? (laughs) (laughs) Our break, man. This is our break, and we're hungry, and we're happy, and appreciate you being here. Our number two, I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, uh, Cal Hunter, our producer, and Todd Kunin, our other uh, co-host. We appreciate you being here because it's July 9th, 2022. It's post-4th of July downtime. I mean, isn't it like almost a downer for you? It's like I had a great Fourth of July, and you just we're back to work. This week I was back to work, working full tilt, back at Radio Law Talk. We do like it though. This is fun and enjoyable, but it was nice to have a break. I missed it. I know, but it was good to have a little bit of a break. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and with the Fourth of July being on a uh, on a Monday this year, so the last four years. Fourth of July for me, I really couldn't spend it with the family because I was doing baseball games because they had baseball games uh, that I was calling on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So for the past four years, that was always busy. This was a nice – I didn't have to go anywhere. I got to hang out with the family, um, hang out with my folks at a mini family reunion. That was great. Although I did notice, and Denise, you and I were talking about this, for some reason it felt like there was an influx of – how do I put this? Not so legal firework usage no. in and around uh, the neighborhood that I was in. I mean, in California, every state's different, but in California, you have to have a permit. You're not allowed to set off fireworks that, that pop in the air. If, if, I think the law is... The that, unsafe and insane fireworks we're yes, talking about. If, if they go more than a couple of inches off the ground, they're not legal. And, and around my folks' place... Um, there California. were people setting off fireworks that were those that go 100 feet in the air and boom. And I was amazed at the number of fireworks I saw around there. I in thought for sure the cops yeah. were going to get caught. In the Bakersfield neighborhood we were in, there were car alarm setter offer fireworks. Oh, and you know those aren't safe and sane in a fire zone. You know? Yeah. Just yeah. It's funny. With some states, it's just like they're like, it's like you're setting off a war zone. <laughs> Yet in California, it's like, uh, 
Officer Jones, it was a sparkler. Yes, but it was sparking. He had two sparklers. Three inches more than it was supposed to. (laughs) That that said, but I do get it. We live in a state where somebody at a gender reveal party for a baby can set off a little explosive, and the next thing you know, it's billions of dollars of damages. Homes are burned down because it's a dry state. We're in the middle of a drought. Uh, I don't. I don't disagree. uh, I'm not saying I disagree at all. I'm just in fact. In in this area, in this area, we have a lot of. uh, NorCal yeah. wetlands and uh, different types of protected environments that um, go up very quickly. Well, formerly wetlands, Denise. Yeah, they're formerly not wetlands wet. anymore. Not just dry land. <laughs> they're dry land. <laughs> yeah, my cows walk around and go, "Moo, where's my green grass?" It's, it's. There's not a lot around here, but you know. Oh well. Let's uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the college scandal, Ricky Martin. Is being sued, uh, sued. What? Scott Peterson, <laughs> Supreme Court, and Oklahoma Indian tribes. That's a very interesting one. Clint Eastwood wins again. I've told you guys this before. You guys know this, but I guess the public doesn't know that he is my neighbor. I live uh, – I better be careful what I say. It's kind of a – You have a secondary residence yeah, near his. Yeah, I have his. a secondary yeah. residence near his. In fact, we're really close. And uh, I see his helicopter. I've seen his helicopter fly right over the top of my property to his property. Um, so, but anyway, good one for Clint Eastwood. He wins. Uh, Diamonds and Erica Jane. We're going to talk about that and Maxwell sentencing. We got a lot going on, but why we're here is for one thing and one thing only is to stump Cal Hunter. Wait a minute. He's here to stump us. Play. Go ahead. Now Go ahead. it's time to play Case or No Case. You know, some car dealers will do anything. To get an extra nickel, like the case of a woman in Los Angeles who went to her local Chevy dealer. She just loved the new Chevy Impala, and she wanted one. Jeanette Harris of L.A. needed a newer car, so she asked at the dealership if there might have been an executive car, which would have allowed her to get a much better price on a car that was less than a year old. And that dealership had one. They gave her the better price on the car, gave her an offer sheet. She accepted the offer, didn't sign the contract, but she accepted the offer and said, Whoa, 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 wait a minute. What's this extra $1,250 on the contract you gave me above the offer sheet that you gave me? And the guy in the, in the car dealership said, well, that's for the pinstriping and for the wheels and for the floor mats. She said, well, wait a minute. Those were on the car when I test drove them. They said, yeah, but if you want to keep them, because it's a demo car, extra equipment we put on, we'll take it off or we'll bill you for it one way or the other. She said, I don't think so. She felt very, very, very pressured. So she signed the contract and bought the car. And afterwards, she looked at the contract and the offer sheet. Of course, she had copies of both and went to her lawyer and said, you know, th- this just doesn't seem right to me. I think I got banged out of 1250 bucks." And the lawyer said, yeah, but you, yeah, you documented, you signed, and now you want to sue. Is that what I'm hearing? And she said, yes. Do I have a case or no case? And so, Fred Penny, the question is, does she have a case or no case? They, um, <coughs> excuse me, dealers have... They're very strict rules. What state is this in? California, Los Angeles. California is, oh boy, I got a little cough going, is very strict when it comes to disclosures to people buying cars. Probably one of the strictest in the United States. Let me tell you, they can't, dealers can't move left, right, middle, up, down without getting in trouble. I'm saying this is a case and she wins, Cal, just because um, I know they, they do have you sign paperwork that does say, specifically, okay, you understand you can't, there's no, you know, 
what, what do you call it? Uh, just spaced it when you want to think about things. Uh, oh yeah, the, oh, the waiting I, period. Yeah, yeah, like right. a three day waiting. Period. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. grace period, whatever. Yeah, yeah. but uh, uh, yeah, they can't do that. So I'm going to say uh, case, and she wins. Okay, Todd, what do you think about the case of Jeanette and the almost new Chevy Impala with cool wheels and pinstriping? So l- let me j- let me just make sure. Yeah. So there was a, there was an advertised price, but before she had signed on the dotted line, before she agreed to to the purchase, when she noticed that it was more than the advertised price, and they told her, well, that's because you you're buying a car that has these extra things right. on the as- right. advertised. So there was an offered price in the it, offer sheet, and then in the contract it was higher. But yeah. the offered price was for a vehicle that didn't have those things on it. Didn't specify. Okay. And so she looked at that, raised an objection, the dealer explained, and then she agreed to go forward with the purchase anyway. Under, she says, great duress, yes. Well, great duress, okay. It's called high pressure, car sales, (laughs) what do you expect, right? Um, and the great duress being that she really wanted the car. Yeah. So, it was, it was uh, black with, with red pin seats. Striping with the, with the pin striping and the wheels. She wanted everything. Black okay. with red Floor seats, mats. man. It was beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that it's a case. I think she loses. All right. Fair enough. Denise Dirks, what do you think about the case of Jeanette and the almost new Chevrolet Impala? <clears throat> well, I think that this is a very typical way that car sales go. And um, I can't stand buying a car, quite honestly. I really hate it. I, I will go in and say, this is the car that I want. I want this color, this inside, this these features, this. And if, and if you've got it <coughs> right now, I'll pay full price. I'll take it, right. Exactly. I, I don't want to sit here and negotiate and negotiate for, you know, $1,200. It's not worth it. Um, <coughs> but in this case, I have to say that is such a typical scenario. But I don't believe it's the case. All right, fair enough. We only have a minute, so we're not going to give you the answer. So until, we come back now. We're going to find out if you've yeah. stumped us or not. Yeah. Did we, Todd? You said it was not. He said it was well, a case, and she loses. What we do know is Cal will get no points. That's right, because we I got all the bases case. covered. Welcome to my you world. Said no case, right? <laughs> yep. All right, we'll be back after this to find out whether or not the what the rules are about buying a car. I get squeezed out by this strategy all the time. You see, they make sure that there are... (laughs) Well, it's okay. It doesn't matter. We'll be back with more Radio Law Talk in about uh, four minutes and 30 seconds. Stay tuned as the program will continue right here. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. 
So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-710-3739. 800-710-3739. 800-710-3739. That's it. Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, Ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Stop whining. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. You know, I bought a car not too long ago for our company, and um, this is a lawyer. I got bamboozled. That was the first time ever, and I bought it used. It was a low-mile Cadillac. Bought it from a used car dealer. Um, I should have looked back and see who was running the dealership, and I should have. It was 
It was it was not a normal dealership. It was a used car dealership. It wasn't like a, a Cadillac dealer or something like that. Well, a lot of times these dealerships are B lots, you know, where the, yeah. the big dealerships will take some cars they can't sell into the big dealership and slide them over. So well, they really run them, and this wasn't one of those. Well, saying. here's the key. Here's the key. Yeah. And what I did is. I said, I want the Equifax. I got all the Equifax, the Carfax, all that stuff. Got all of it. And it proved that it was it was only a few years old. It was in good shape. Bought it for 28500 And got it back. And after about six months, something started going wrong. I took it in the Cadillac dealership. He came out. He said, you know, this has been in an accident. Like the whole front end it was a bad accident. The front wow. End. I said, what? And they showed me. It was all bent up. And they had to see where they straightened it. And they said, yeah, there's been an accident. I go, look, I showed them my Equ- all the, whatever those Carfax. Yeah. Carfax and Equifax. They yeah, said, yeah. you know what, though? Guys, a lot of times, they that's about who reports it. And they won't report it. And they'll hide it. And they'll these shops will kind of do it on the side without anything getting through. I'm like, well, how does that happen? He goes, they do it. And they make it so it doesn't <laughs> It's go called through. cheating. Yeah. <laughs> it's called cheating. And so I was like, do I sue them? And then I figured, you know what? It's not worth it. And by the way, that was two and a half years ago. I just sold the car and bought another one. I sold it for twenty seven thousand five hundred. <laughs> I did tell them it wasn't an accident, but that's how cars have gone up so much. Oh yeah, that I may I, I only I lost five hundred bucks on it, right? Yeah, I was going to buy a new car this year, and mm-hmm. I said, nope, I'm, I'm holding you can't. out. You can't. It's too much. My my question, Fred, is when you went to go buy the Cadillac, yeah, did you ask? What kind of gas mileage it got? And did the salesperson say, you know, if you have to ask, you probably can't afford to buy this car? No, I will tell you the story behind I'll tell you a quick story because Fred let me use that car for a weekend when mine was in the shop. I was kind of in a bad way. The Cadillac car. Yeah, he said, here, take the Cadillac. And he said, you know, one of the things you'll like about it most is the mileage. 16 miles a <laughs> gallon. Nice. That's because this is an like accident, that. Cal. It's probably I'm sure that's gas why. all over the place. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure that's why. Yes. All right, let's, let's tell us about this case sure. again and tell us all what right. the, the outcome. A woman named Jeanette wanted to buy a Chevrolet Impala. She went into a Chevy dealership, asked if they had a program car, one that an executive or a car salesman had driven. They did. The program car had extra wheels on it, floor mats, and pinstriping. She drove the car around. They gave her an offer sheet, said, this is what we'll sell it to you for. She said, I'll take it. They gave her a contract, and it was $1,250 more for the wheels, the pinstriping, and the floor mats. And she said, I don't think so. And they said, well, if you want the car, you've got to take it today, today, you know, right now, right now. And that, you know, all that kind of yada, yada stuff. So she signed the contract and took the car and afterward went to her lawyer and said, you know what, I think I got ripped off. And the lawyer looked at her and said, I agree. So he said, you know what we have to do to get your money back is we have to file a case. <laughs> yes. yes. And she got, Sorry, Denise. Yeah, the, <laughs> the lawyer said this is not unusual for this particular dealership. We've seen this before. Yes. He said any changes they want to make after they give you an offer. Yes. Thankfully for, to, thankfully for you, you hung on to the offer sheet, and you could establish there was a difference. And therefore, she won her $1,250. Oh, Todd. And that, friends, is... Yes! I relish in my wins. You know why I always relish in my wins? Because they're few and far between. (laughs) That's the reason. They're few and far between. I am not doing... Hey, that's two in a row I've got. Now, next hour case, uh, Fred, the case of Fiona and her grandpa. Fiona. Fiona and her grandpa. They just couldn't get along. Fiona, is she uh, Shrek's wife, that one? Well, Grandpa did have a green face, but that's a separate okay. story. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We move on to Georgetown coach gets the longest sentence in college scandal 
um, for a reason. Why, Denise or Todd, why do you think he got what he got? And by the way, we're not going to say what he's got yet. Why do you think he got a longer sentence than anyone else? He was more culpable. Yeah, I would say that. And, and just, to, just to recap, this is the folks that were essentially making, quote, charitable donations, but they were in essence bribes to get their kids into institutions of higher learning. And it's the one that all the celebrities got mixed up in with Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman, and most all of them have settled or done. I think this may be one of the last ones. And this particular person was, he was the tennis coach. He was he was the coach of the team participating in this, and and I, I agree. I think that he was um, not only more culpable, but I think that he got a higher sentence because, unlike the parents who were on the paying end of the money right. to get the kids in, he was on the receiving end of right. the money that was paid to the tune of a pretty good sum: three million four. Four hundred thirty thousand dollars he pocketed. Yes, three point four three million he pocketed. Yeah, that's now, the was difference. he paid that from uh, the underlying schemer, or was he paid that directly from parents? Yeah, I, I, all the above, I think. And, and the underlying schemer guy, his name was Rick Singer. Remember, yes. his name was Rick Singer. That's a lot of tennis balls. But I, yeah, I think it was multiple <laughs> places that he received, but I don't know where all the three point five just. Under $3.5 million that he received. He got two and a half years in prison, by the way, um, which is by far that's the— That's a long the, time. That's a long time for, for that. So, and, you um, know, when, when, you do it, when you do time in federal prison, you talk two and a half years in many state courts, two and a half years would be—two uh, years would be one year in prison because they usually get the 50% credit. But you do this time in federal, and you're doing like 85% of that. Well, guess what? He was—he trained— uh, Barack Obama's family. <laughs> he was a tennis. He was our little <laughs> tennis trainer. Not that hey, it, I'm not one of those guys saying that's Barack Obama. You know, Barack Obama has nothing to do with Barack it's Obama. But irony. It's, yes, it's just right. interesting how this. That's how well known this guy was. He was super yes. well known. Well, when we come back, we're going to move on from Georgetown coach getting a big sentence, and we're going to talk about Ricky Martin being sued. That one's very interesting also. Is his lawyer named Monica? Was it like a little Monica in his... No, but no. guess what? It's a little bit... I'm going to say it. Amber heard Johnny Depp a little bit of that type of drama in mm. it we're going to talk about. Cool. Stay tuned. Well, Radio Law Talk is coming up on many of your favorite local radio stations and, of course, anytime, literally, thanks to our podcast at radiolawtalk.com. And all of that's free. You can listen there anytime. We'll be back. Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday, live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Uh Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. 
This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny & Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers, 1-800-616-4LAW. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. you pay my fee i'll take your case time to get back to radio law talk on radiolawtalk.com and on your favorite radio station talking about some trials of the century you know the oj simpson uh, amber heard uh, johnny depp uh, i'm not gonna say it's the trial of the century but the scott peterson trial was a bizarre one out of northern california where this guy his wife and a child unborn child that was literally about eight months yeah, uh, eight months pregnant she was. Lacey, his wife, disappeared, and he worked at a fertilizer plant of some sort, didn't he? Out in in Northern California, and they, she finally washed up on the shores of uh, uh, of the from the from the bay, San Francisco, San Francisco bay. bay Area, mm-hmm. and he was convicted and put in jail, and actually was uh, supposed to be uh, put to, to death. death. Yeah. and then the Supreme Court overturned that. But what's the big thing? I and mean, we can go jump to you, Mr. Prosecutor. What's the big issue here of why he's going to get a new trial? Well, he, he he wants to get a new trial because on on one count he claims there was a juror that should not have sat as a juror. So there's potentially juror misconduct uh, for an individual there. And then he is trying to argue that there's additional evidence. He was precluded from introducing evidence to the jury that somebody else on the same block, there was some sort of crime that occurred on the same block, and the M.O. of the people that committed that crime was very similar to the circumstances surrounding the abduction and subsequent murder of Lacey Peterson, so they're alleging, but they were unable to present that, and it happened right at the same time frame, and so he is seeking a new trial on the basis of an inappropriate juror, juror misconduct, as well as this uh, additional evidence that he believes he should have been allowed to present to the jury. Tell, tell us about that juror. I mean, if you remember, I, I remember. Tell us about that juror, what the weird thing that occurred with that juror. Oh, now I have to go back into the memory banks. So I'm trying to think of what her name was. They, they, they had a special name for her because her hair was dyed red. Isn't that right? Do you recall that, Denise? Um, I think so. But yeah. I, what happened, I think, it's very similar to what happened in, yes. in the um, Maxwell. Maxwell case. Yes. Yep. 
And it, to me, it was really apparent juror misconduct, in my opinion. Of course, I'm not a criminal attorney, so I don't really know if, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm wrong or right. But Maxwell certainly didn't get her um, mm. her prison time overturned because – or her conv- conviction of guilt overturned because of it. Apparently, <clears throat> Denise, it was – this lady had some prior issues with – um, the death or or of being abused as an abused woman, uh, and a pregnant she, a, abused a pregnant woman. abused woman, and she didn't bring that bring it forth. That's right. And, and exactly she reli- that. And, and she relied on a technicality in the sense that the question on the questionnaire was framed as, "Have you ever been a victim of domestic violence?" Things like that, and she answered no on the technicality that the person that, in her belief, the person that did that was never uh, arrested, charged, or convicted of any of that. So yeah, so I, she I wouldn't have been a quote-unquote yeah, victim. Yeah, innocent until proven guilty, and since that didn't happen, that I can't say that I was a victim. But, well, look, the, the, the charges were very similar, and uh, or the circumstances of the relationships were very similar to what she, they later found out, had gone through. And so the question is, was she, um, did that introduce an undue bias? In the jury room. Now, look, when, when you're talking, I, I know that death penalty was overturned, and he's not facing the death penalty. But when you're when you're a juror on a case that has the severity that the punishment has the potential that the defendant's life could be taken, and then you find out later on that there was something wrong in the process, you can't undo that. You get people sometimes that are convicted wrongfully and they spend a lot of time behind bars. Well, they can be released and, and maybe there's monetary compensation. It doesn't, it doesn't make it better, but at least they can – the state, the government can try to make it better to rectify it. You can't come back from it if the death penalty was imposed. I mean it just raises the stakes. That's why in the state of California, if somebody is given the death penalty, it's an automatic appeal process. It automatically goes up on review to the California Supreme Court. And just to make sure that all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. And and in this case, they had to overturn the death penalty because of anomalies that took place during the jury selection process. And the defense team for Peterson is saying, but wait, there's more. He should get a new trial because of this. And the problem now is that the hearing for that was supposed to occur in August. Yeah, hasn't the governor anyway stayed all death penalty cases? The, the, go- the governor of the state of California has put a, uh, a moratorium on the imposition of any death penalty. However, no, the enforcement, I thought. Uh, however, um, you know, that moratorium is only good for as long as that governor is in power. Right. And if you get a new governor that doesn't want to, that th- that stay can be lifted. And, and you don't want to wait until that time to be challenging the propriety of the death penalty. you want to, So the cases still go forward. But the rehearing for Peterson is now going to have to be delayed. It was supposed to happen in August because... No, it's supposed to happen earlier than August. It's been reset oh, to it's August. Been mo- yes, it's been yeah. moved to August because Scott Peterson contracted COVID. He now, got exposed. Yeah. yeah. He got exposed to COVID, and they, they said, okay, let's change it up. Hey, even exposure in today's world... To COVID means there's automatic time that you have to self-isolate, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's another period of time when you have to mask up. And um, oh. it's um, – and right now there is a lot of COVID. And it's – Really? I don't, I'm not seeing it. A lot more coming back, they I, say. I don't see but, it where I am. I don't, I don't know of anyone that's got it. 
other than uh, I one person. I know everybody. <laughs> so you got everybody and I got nobody. I, yeah, I, that's strange. I, 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 have, a, I have a who colleague. Who you hang out with? I have a colleague of mine, not in the legal field, but in other stuff that I do. He just contracted it for the third time and wow. fully vaccinated. Just amazing. Wow. And you know what the thing is? Mm-hmm. I've, heard, I've heard this strain is a lot lighter and is not nearly as bad. But I don't know. I've, no, I've, it's, but it's more transmissible. Yeah, I, I, so I, mean, know I know of three what? attorneys right now. Yeah. So you don't get super oh. sick, but, but well, you're less likely to get Well, kissing each other, Denise, then uh, we're not going to get it. <laughs> we're family lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> we like okay. relationships. <laughs> like this. Well, good case, good, good win. <laughs> 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 oh, I got to tell you a good quick, uh, I'll tell you a quick sidebar story, a lawyer story. This is uh, talking law. So I know a number of liberal and conservative lawyers. Those lawyers are all over the board, right? And a very conservative lawyer, ultra-conservative person, said that he believes the death penalty should be taken away in the whole United States. Oh, stop And I'm like, it. what? I said, I, said I, did, I thought you were kind of conservative. And you know what he said to me? And he is a prosecutor in the attorney general's office for the state of California. And you know what he said? He said, the... If someone is convicted and they get the death penalty, the amount of money that the taxpayers pay to go all the way to put them to, de- to put them to death is so massive, it's not worth it. In fact, they said he said it's kind of a different perspective, and I'm not saying I agree or disagree, but his perspective was they suffer more if they're sitting in jail the rest of their lives or in prison the rest of their lives, and he said and the if they're just in prison, then they're in prison, and it's cheaper to house them in prison, the cost compared to what it takes in order to uh, um, to, to, to push them through this process. Through the process. He says it takes ten, sometimes tens of millions of dollars for one person. So what I'm bringing up is I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying that's another view that's very interesting, and what he brought up was – Typical of what I'm seeing in Scott Peterson's trial. This thing will never end. How much money do you think the state slash county? I think, or is this the county? I don't even know. Um, is it? A, I think it's a. Is it a local it a prosecutor? Law? Yeah, I think it's a local prosecutor. The county. How much money do they have to spend in order to finish this thing up? It'll go forever. Tens of. I bet you. Millions and millions and millions of dollars. And you know, Fred, I bet yeah. you there are many people who would agree with what that prosecutor said in California, but right. we do not have an end of natural life, life in prison. Right. Everybody right. in there has, is eligible for parole. Even right. the most heinous criminals are eligible for yeah. parole. Right. So I think that's probably the Maybe, main Maybe, no, I'm not saying I agree, disagree, yeah. but I thought about that and I said, you know what, that, that is kind of logical. <laughs> Here's an ultra-conservative person. I'm going, wow. They said it's just... It's the most arduous process in the world. Uh, I looked it up, and it said that the trial itself cost a minimum of $3.2 million. There was $1.8 million in costs incurred by Stanislaw County and an additional $1.4 million in expenses to the city of Modesto. So you're talking this thing, it's, it's $10 million by the time you're done dealing Absolutely. with it. Absolutely. This doesn't include the cost wow. of appeal. Ricky Martin, we're going to talk about him when we get back. Stay tuned. More Radio Law Talk is coming up. Lots of great talk on great topics that you'll talk with your friends about later. That's uh, with which you will talk. (laughs) Wait a minute. Anyway, you and your friends will talk about it later. Coming up, more Radio Law Talk as we continue.
Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny & Associate Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny & Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny & Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800-616-4529. Have you outgrown your health insurance plan or just not happy with what you're paying for? The number one reason we all change our health insurance is price. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Would you like to have better coverage at a better rate or at little or no cost to you? Your life needs are always changing, but have you done anything to improve your health insurance for you and your family? Health insurance laws and coverage are always changing and getting better. It's impossible to do all the research yourself. But now it's all done for you for free. So regardless of your age or medical condition, take a few minutes right now and find out if you can save money or even qualify for zero-cost health insurance in your state. Call now. Paid for by Cheaper Health Insurance. 800-635-7188. 800-635-7188. 800 That's 800-635-7188. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. 
We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Oh, that's stone. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. Ricky Martin. That it, was interesting. That was a weird way to say it. Not, <laughs> that was, I hope that wasn't offensive. That, was very, that was very nice. Ricky. And the reason I say Ricky because of the way he sings. You know, it's kind of... Yes. He's Latin, very Latin singer. But um, apparently he's suing his ex-manager. And, and He's being sued. I mean, being sued by his ex-manager. Yeah. You're right. He's not being sued because of what, Denise? What's going on with Ricky Martin? And it, the interesting thing more than that is a little bit of... She's threatening to to spill the beans of what goes on in his life and what she has done. And I want to talk about NDAs because apparently she has an NDA that she signed. Yeah, so, no, I mean, of course she would have an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, you know, and can't talk about his personal life. Um, she is his former ex-management manager, and she is suing him for breach of contract. She alleges that, that he didn't... Um, you know that he did not pay her properly, and and that was between twenty um twenty twenty and twenty twenty two. So and this is kind of a weird thing. He's also got a very mysterious um, domestic violence restraining order against him. Well, we don't know who has brought that domestic violence restraining order, but it's been granted in temporary form. And he has been served with it, and it's something we don't know who that person is yet. Um, Ricky Martin does not live um, on the mainland. He lives in Puerto Rico, I believe, and I believe that these suits are from Puerto Rico. So Drucker is the name of his ex-manager. Yes. And she is really pulling no stops on trying to get paid and, and, and you know get after him and all of that. And it's all during this time of COVID, so you really don't know yet if it's going to be something that's going to be valid or not valid. But one thing for sure, if she discloses things that are in the non-disclosure agreement, then she he could potentially countersue against her and get a, um, a judgment against her as well. well. Just to clarify, this is interesting about this non-disclosure agreement because in the complaint – what these what is alleged is that Martin is attempting to get her to sign a non-disclosure agreement, essentially withholding funds, withholding. I, we're not going to settle. I'm not going to pay you what I owe you until you sign this non-disclosure. So they're attempting to do that. And now by her filing the lawsuit, it's like, OK, look, I've alleged that I know some things that are going on. And, you know, if this lawsuit goes forward because I haven't signed the non-disclosure agreement, that's going to have to come out in the course and scope of the lawsuit because we've alleged it as, a com- as part of our complaint. And so what do you want to do? It's an interesting chess move here because it's like, well, this is actually going to have to come out as part of the case. I haven't signed that yet. Do you really want to go down that road? Yeah, no, that's a really good point. So, I, I mean, I mean, it's like a, it's like a, a preemptive strike. Yes, it's strategery. <laughs> it is. It's really good. 
Um, but she does say a lot of uh, tongue-in-cheek things about him having indiscretions and about him creating a toxic work environment. And, and so there is a lot of allegations that kind of show that she may have some very good, juicy information on him, and he better, you know, he better pay up. The, the complaint makes reference, for example, it doesn't give specifics. But it makes reference to an incident in September of 2020 that, that the complaint describes it as a, a quote, potential career-ending allegation for Ricky Martin. And, and you know that people are just, oh, what is that? And again, it appears from the complaint that she hasn't signed the nondisclosure agreement, that that is what is – that Martin is withholding payment because it hasn't been signed. Oh. And, uh, boy, this is – and I wonder if there's a connection between this case and the domestic violence restraining order case. Well, it, the other thing that I think here is, look, if you sign an NDA and it's not part of a court proceeding, you sign a non-disclosure agreement, there, there's still this, um, well, I certainly hope they pay the money and it has to go back and forth. But if you, if you enter into a non-disclosure agreement in exchange for the payment of money as part of the settlement of a lawsuit that the courts are now involved in, you kind of have a little bit more teeth to force payment. Like a judge might say, I'm not going to sign off on that until this money is put in an escrow account. And then when this is signed, then she gets her money and you get – it's like you got a referee there. And, and maybe this whole thing is because they just don't trust him to keep his word that he'll pay the money that's owed if she signs. So – a lot of stuff going on. This is going to be an interesting one. She said she was mistreated, manipulated, and lied to. That's what she's, her allegations are. And, quote, she will not be silenced. Hmm. I wonder if she was forced to buy a car with pinstriping that was $1,200. That's my question. What about extra wheels? <laughs> extra wheels, <laughs> yes. Uh, the Supreme Court. Uh, this is something that's going on in Oklahoma that I was a little shocked about. No more one. The first shock was I didn't realize the Native Americans own so much of Oklahoma, apparently a large area of Oklahoma in the eastern half of Oklahoma that, you know, I guess I, I, I would like to look up to see how many acres it is. But the issue is whether or not – so what you've got to learn or understand is when – let's say people – I get these calls all the time – well, I slipped and fell at a casino, uh, and the casino was uh, Indian Tribe Casino. Most personal injury lawyers are going to go, we'll pass, because you have to go through a different process. You can't go through the normal state court. It goes through the – you have to – you're suing the Indian tribe is, and the, on its land, is like a separate country. And it's bizarre, but that's it's a country within a country. And they're not easy to win, and they're they're difficult to prosecute. But so that's what happens here. So the question is, in this case, in Oklahoma, the issue is an eastern half of Oklahoma where there's tribal lands. Can the state enforce and go in and prosecute people for things that occurred in that area? This is what I, I'm a little confused about. The Supreme Court originally ruled, no, they can't. Then it re-reviewed things, and I don't know how they did that or why, and then narrowed it, saying, well, yes, the state does have an interest and can basically look at any cases that occurred between a non-tribal person 
and a tribal person on that Indian land and can come in and do some prosecutions. Is that right? Pretty much. The, the case before the Supreme Court that was at issue that for the decision that was released last week was a situation where I believe it was a non-tribal person had committed an offense against a tribal person. So the question was whether or not uh, – the previous Supreme Court rulings were that – the jurisdiction to prosecute that case. This is from the 2019 ruling that was authored by Justice Gorsuch. And in that one, it was, look, the tribe has jurisdiction and the federal government has jurisdiction, but the state does not. And then in this case here, um, and that case was decided, I believe, on the basis of a tribal defendant with a, a victim that may or may not have been a part of the tribe, but it was a tribal defendant. In this case here, it was a non-tribal defendant and a tribal victim. And really what I see the court doing here is this. And it seemed, in my opinion, this seems to be a trend over the last three or four years of the court, which is a lot of this can and should be decided by the legislature in passing laws and affixing the jurisdiction which they have the capability to do, but you're asking us to enforce laws where this particular scenario is not specifically mentioned. Stop asking the court to do the legislature's job. That's kind of how I read the opinion, because in this one here, despite the 2019 opinion that says the tribe, it's either the tribe or the federal government, they said, well, in this case here, where the perpetrator is a, uh, a non-tribal person, the state can enforce and has dual jurisdiction um, and, the, and the two code sections that you cited don't preclude that. They could if Congress Even acted. if on Indian lands. I yes. think that's the key. That's the narrowing of it. Well, here's... Because before they thought only the Indian tribe if justice system itself or the federal government could do it on Indian lands and not the state. So now this gives a state more rights, which seems to be the trend. And how this started, the state sentenced this guy to 35 years. They said, nope, the federal could only do that, and they sentenced him to seven years. Big difference. That's how this came about. We're going to come back, hour number three, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the, the, the latest cases, including Clint Eastwood's case. We'll be back. Business Radio Law Talk, as Fred just told you, hour number three is coming up at six minutes after, either on many local radio stations or live at radiolawtalk.com. We'll see you here. Then. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Apple here, serial entrepreneur with words from another happy payroll customer. Patriot Software has saved our business by allowing me to focus on other aspects of the business rather than spending so much time on multiple platforms to do the things entailed on running a business. I found Patriot by complete accident and I don't regret it. It is continuing to save our company and I'm extremely excited to see what else it entails. Easy to learn, easy to use, small business software tailored just for you. 
visit us at PatriotSoftware.com. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money.